You're listening to Diving In, a podcast by Lexi McCrowan. Join me as I explore topics relating to health, wellness, and how to stay true to yourself. Each week, I touch on raw and often unspoken conversations with special guests as they share their experience working in the spotlight and their own personal journey to accepting themselves. Diving In is your guide to help you navigate challenges in life, whether that's relating to friendships, business, or health. I can't wait to take you on this exciting journey with me. Hello everyone and welcome to episode 8 of Diving In. I'm so excited to be back here recording for you guys because today's episode is a good one. So I'm actually back in Melbourne now. I just got home from spending 10 days in Byron and let me just say it was the most rewarding time I've had in a long time. And mostly because I think last week on Monday and Tuesday, it was the new moon and I literally booked Byron on the Wednesday. I booked it by myself. Okay, by myself. I would have never done that. But I just felt like doing it. And I always say everything happens for a reason and trust your gut. So I obviously wanted to do this for a reason. So I booked it. I went off. Initially, I was only going to stay till this Tuesday. Then I extended it till Saturday because I was just loving it so much. You know, my days were so simple. I'd wake up, go and get my morning coffee at 6.30, then ride to Pilates, then ride back home, have my breakfast and spend a few hours down at the beach. And it was just so nice, just touching back to all the simple things. And while I was up there, I connected with a lovely girl called Ruby, the co-owner of Tribe Wellness, and I was lucky enough to get her on today's episode. But before we get into that, I wanted to touch on this week's special share. So here it is. I am growing and I am going at my own pace. And I love this one because when I was up there, I truly felt so present. And I guess being a small town everyone knows everyone, everyone's on a journey. I didn't feel overwhelmed or I didn't second guess myself and what I was doing. And I think I had the realisation, you know, while I do love Melbourne and it's home for me, I've outgrown it. You know, it's a big place and you can get overwhelmed and lost. So I never know who I am here. You know, I'm always influenced by other people. And so going to Byron, I was just myself and I fully wanted to invest in my yoga and my podcast because I just felt so at home and like, yes, this is where it needs to happen. So I stayed till Saturday and I am so glad I did because the first few nights I did feel homesick and I was on the phone to my mum and I was saying, you know, I'm going to come home. You know, I'm not liking it. It was too uncomfortable. And then I woke up the next day and my feelings had changed. You know, every day is a new day. But I'm rambling now and I want to get into today's episode because it's a really exciting one. And I'm not sure if like you'll hear it in my voice, if I like sound calm or not, because I did do a sauna at the wellness house beforehand and I had a salary juice and I don't do that every day. But I wanted to do it before we recorded to just kind of unwind and de-stress and it felt amazing. So if you're ever up in Byron, go and visit Ruby's Wellness House. But 
Enjoy today's episode. Hi everyone and welcome back to Diving In. I'm so excited to introduce today's guest host, Ruby Shine, the co-owner of Tribe Wellness. Now you may not have heard of her or her business, so why don't we start off by you just telling us a bit about yourself? Sure. Hi guys, Uh, my name is Ruby. Um, I'm 29 years old and I live in Byron Bay. I grew up here in Byron Bay. Um, I only moved back home two years ago after 10 years away. So yeah, yeah, it was majority of that time I spent in Melbourne. Um, but there was some time in Sydney and a lot of travel. So I've traveled around the world. So yeah. So what made you move to Melbourne? Um, it was going to be a toss up between Melbourne and Sydney for university Mm -hmm. and, um, 18-year-old Ruby was like, okay, I'm getting as far away from Byron as I can. Mm, Let me tell you guys, that's not always the best idea, but it was uh, an an amazing experience. Yeah, so I went to Melbourne. I went to Melbourne University. I was in the last year of the JD program for law, and then I ended up not doing that. That didn't, wasn't what I wanted, and I... had a realisation. Yeah, it just wasn't me. I was doing things all for the wrong reasons, which was because I could, not because I really wanted to. Mm. Um, And then I transferred to Deakin University and did a Bachelor of Commerce. Okay. Um, But I I guess my career and life in Melbourne was very multifaceted. I did a lot of like marketing work. I did a lot of event stuff. I worked for a charity. I did a lot of hospitality based management. Um, So different to what you're doing now. Yeah. I mean, I guess in a way it all fed each other. Like um, there was always a, an ethos that kind of goes through all of those things, which Mm -hmm. was about like either connection or sustainability or, um, socialism. Like there was, there's always a connecting thread and you kind of do look back on everything, um, and go, whoa, that really has all made me who I am today. Literally. That's what I always say. Everything happens for a reason. You know, you needed to go through that to then realize what you wanted. Yeah. A hundred percent. I definitely, you know, cause I go through times in my life where I kick myself about, um, not doing things sooner or what took me so long or um, picking things for the wrong reasons, often because it was an opportunity, not what was really um, in line or aligned with who I am and all that sort of stuff. So it's been pretty amazing to finally, um, I guess, have the courage to just go after or create actually exactly what I wanted. Mm -hmm. And have that platform now. Yeah. This is actually my third business. Oh, wow. Um, the other quickly touch on the other two. We can, the other two, I wouldn't call them failures, but they're not exactly like successes. I look at them in a way of like, they still built, they built what you have today. Yeah. They made me go, Oh, you don't want to be doing this. Mm -hmm. Um, but they all, but I also have, you know, have a keen skill set. Like nothing when it comes to the business side of business really scares me. Um, same with creation. So one was a fashion label and one was a plant-based cafe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, and my sister was my business partner in one and some of my best friends in the other. Yeah. Um, 
And my sister is my business partner now as well. So it's pretty amazing. That is good. Yeah. I love that. So before we get into your business, Tribe is centered around health and wellness. So were you always health conscious growing up? Um, yes, I would take uh, the answer to that question is yes. Um, growing up in Byron, you don't realize like quite nat- naturally health, health conscious you are. Like you grew up by the beach. You don't really wear any makeup. You don't really, although you do when you're a teenager, but mm-hmm. it's not the same as the cities. Yeah. Um, we grew up like running and walking the lighthouse. I danced when I was a kid and then I quit dancing and started tr- practicing yoga at 15. So oh, it's wow. 15 years this year. Yeah. Um, I started going to the gym when I was 16. I was always like the fit kind of healthy girl. I've always had a natural approach to wellness. Um, I kind of challenged uh, the Western model. Not that I don't feel like it has its place, but I definitely feel like it's supposed to have its place once you've gone too far. Mm. And I like to live my life or like to um, guide others or kind of champion the idea of, the the other side of practices mm. that allow you to kind of prevent all of that stuff yeah. happening rather than turning to it yeah. um, for, for things that you don't necessarily need. Yeah. So, yeah, I had some experiences when I was younger, which we don't need to go into, but that led me to really have that opinion. Mm. Um, some other people in my life who were unwell and, and different things. So, I yeah, I kind of have always it motivated you and inspired you. Yeah. And the thing is I always knew I was going to have a health and wellness business, like yeah. tribe. I've got notes in my phone from 10 years ago. Like, yeah, wow. yeah. And like it definitely develops and changes and, but it essentially has always been the same. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, wow, how interesting is that? It just took me a little while to find the, probably the courage to mm. just go, actually, this is what you want to do. And that courage or often comes down to, and I think everyone or I definitely do suffer from this, it's like this subconscious fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes you don't go after the things you really, really want because if you don't go after them, you've controlled the outcome yeah. rather than stuff out of out of your hands. Yeah. So, yeah, so I definitely was. Yeah, it's funny how your style always changes. Like that's the same with my website. Like I had one firstly with Wix and then I moved to Squarespace because it was a bit more modern and simplistic and easier to kind of work. But, yeah, your colours are always changing, like the way you vibe it all. But, like, yeah. The name stays the same and your vision and your values behind it. Yeah, and you become more and more and more yourself and you ground into the idea. Like that's the nature of business Mm -hmm. too. Like we're technically 18 months old. But unfortunately, with the COVID opening mid-COVID, it's like it feels more like two months yeah. and then five years emotionally. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, like even at this point, like a lot of people get to this point and they do reach, re- mm. like sink more further into it and find your feet with it. And, mm. It would have know. been so hard during the pandemic. So do you have any kind of – things that helped you work through it with your business that maybe might help other people that have a business? Honestly, it's been interesting to reflect because like this last month has felt way better. Um, and I'm like, Oh, okay. I have a really high threshold of what I can handle Mm -hmm. or what I think I can handle. So I'm like, no, everything's all good. Everything's all good. And my body often, all my behaviors, my subconscious behaviors tend to um, show that I'm not doing as well as I am. So for instance, procrastination is a sign of underlying overwhelm or anxiety. So 
if you really want to do something and you're just ruminating it on in your mind and you're not actually doing any action tends to mean that you're actually dealing with overwhelm and anxiety. Mm -hmm. So that was definitely something that I was really challenged by in the last little while. Um, but I'm lucky enough that the tribe method, I guess, or technique as we call stuff and I call it the tribe technique. Um, it is all those tactics that bring, bring you back down into, into your own balance. It is all those, which I'm, we're probably going to touch yeah. on in a bit, but, um, it is all of those wellness practices that mm, help you find your equilibrium so that you can kind of get through everything. Yeah. It's also just, you know, and this is, we'll also touch on this when we explain the name of the, of the brand, yeah. but you're, you're, you are both light and dark. And yeah, you're supposed like to be both light and dark. And yeah. if you constantly think everything is meant to be okay, you mm. really struggle when it's not okay. Mm. Where if you accept that there is always going to be two sides of every coin, so there's always going to be okay and not okay, Yeah, you deal with it way better. Yeah. You can't escape it. This is just what's happening right now yeah. and that's okay. Life is a roller coaster. Yeah. And like it ebbs and flows. Yeah. Um, and you don't – you wouldn't know – what it feels like because you wouldn't have the comparison of joy and light and um, all of those what we deem, I don't like to do this, positive feelings and emotions if you didn't understand the other side of it because Mm. you'd have nothing to compare it to. Mm. You don't know. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Have you read many books that like kind of you've learnt about all of this as well because you you have a lot of knowledge on it? Oh, thanks. Um. Yes, most likely the answer to that question is yes. My family laugh at me because they're all fiction readers. They all read novels. and um, I actually do like the Sally Rooney ones though. Yeah. Like Like normal people. Yeah, love. And the show was great. It was amazing. Um, Yeah, so my family are all fiction readers and and short of literal romance novels and Harry Potter. Okay, they're magic books though. I can't do them. I've read them all like seven times. Oh, my God. I'm more of a non-fiction reader. Yeah. I read a lot of... Self-help. I'm like that too, though. So. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Just self-discovery, I call it. So it's mm. like I definitely... And I just tap in a lot into... Yeah, I don't know. I've learned a lot, I guess, in life. But for me, like, I believe your superpower is self-awareness. Yeah. Um, it's not that you need to, like I said before, be perfect all the time, but mm-hmm. you need to be really aware of when you're not and why something might might be happening that way. And a lot of people find me incredibly deep or too deep, but I love it. I yeah. If I behave a certain way or if I have a reaction a certain way and it's not what I like, I like to be able to figure out what it's really about mm. so I can move forward in a different way and not do that again. Yeah. Um, rather than just kind of repeating the same patterns. And so I, yeah, yeah. We've gone off on a tangent, but the answer yeah, to that question is now. definitely books. Yeah. So I love the way you spelt tribe as it's one of a kind and special to you for your business. So how did your business and name come together? Okay. The name is multi-pronged. Okay. It's tribe, obviously, because it means community. And I really tapped into my core values as I was assessing, I don't know, as you get to 25 and you're like, whoa, what am I doing um, that's still very young, by the way. 25 is very young. All these people that think that 25 is old is ridiculous. It's yeah, like, no. um, but like, say I got to 25 and I was like, what am I doing? What are my core values? And my core values to me are community, 
connection, sustainability, which means kind of like environment, but sustainability in a lot of ways. Yeah. Um, there are a few others, but like these ones relate to the brand. And I was like, okay, so tribe obviously means community, mm-hmm. takes a tribe. And I also felt like so much was going digital. And although it's amazing to have all these digital communities, I was like, we need more like physical community again. Mm. We need to like, you need to have, I want to be somewhere that people come all the time, like the ritual practice of wellness. And I love being the face of the business. I love being in there. I love hearing everyone's stories. Mm. I love knowing everyone. And so it really is about community. And so it's, yeah, it takes a tribe. Um, which is also the idea of like it takes tribe to be well. It's so like it's a real yep. in depth. I love it. View. Yeah. But the brand is also try and be, and okay. that means to us it is based loosely on the ethos yogic philosophy, um, or a a Ayurvedic philosophy yep. that we are equal parts effort and surrender. So mm-hmm. try is effort and be is surrender. Um, and to work within the spectrum of dualities is to find homeostasis, is to find balance. So like I said before, when I said you don't know anything that's light without knowing the dark, mm-hmm. that is you in your wholeness. So yeah. you are both yin and yang. You have yin and yang like um, qualities and parts of your personality and all these sorts of things. And they make that all up. Yeah, but everyone's is unique yeah some um, and so you need to you find tactics and wellness not one fits all no and yeah. so your wellness practices are not supposed to be what some other person is doing they're supposed to, you really need to learn how to read your own constitution mm-hmm. and your own body and embody those things for themselves so for instance like everyone sees a hot girl doing hit workout and they think like that's what i need to do to be hot it's like uh no because what if you're not aimed for that and it's just spiking your cortisol and you're not having the same result and then you're beating yourself up about that and it kind of because health and wellness is like boomed crazy in the last probably 10 years but you know the industry is multi-billion dollar industry Mm. it's therefore an industry like it's that people are selling things they want to sell you stuff it's like they want to make money so it can be really easy to just constantly be trying to seek out what you think is going to work instead of tapping into yourself and then learning some practices that you can embody for yourself. So, yeah, yeah, so it's tribe being community, if you say it like tribe, or it's the philosophy of the brand, which is try and be, which is to use us to find your equilibrium between the two dualities. I love that. So can you also then touch on what tribe offers? Yeah, sure. So our wellness house. So how did that all form? Yeah, so our... Oh, goodness. Um, our wellness uh, brand, I guess, is we consider ourselves a lifestyle brand yeah. and we consider ourselves a wellness guide. So a modern wellness guide using ancient practices. That is to say that neither of us are – we use our own personal experience as a, as a leverage into trying to offer suggestions to other people. I am actually about to start um, my Ayurvedic um, diploma on Tuesday. Yeah, which is the basis of the brand. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, And I am a certified yogi, but it's not the same. Like I'm not a naturopath or any of those things. Um, 
we, so yeah, so we're a guide. We were both, so my sister, as I mentioned before, is my business partner. We were both quite unwell um, a few years ago now, which is exciting to say. Like, wow, we're, we're the healthiest we've ever been now. But um, And I love that you can be proud of yourself for that. Yeah, we were really unwell, both of us, um, a little bit differently. It was manifest. We, we've had a lot of the same experiences in our lives, obviously, being quite close. We're two years apart. Um, but they were manifesting, I guess, differently in our bodies. And when I say that is I have a belief that your body – holds a lot of emotions and traumas Mm. and you it then as a result leads to physical symptoms that's our belief um and that's how we've learned to unlock and heal um emotional wellness is a huge component of getting well Mm. being well living well um and we often really focus on physical and then they went but then we went through a a time of really focusing on mental and emotional wellness is enough, is the third component of that. There are actually eight dimensions to wellness, but they're kind of right. like the three mm. ones that we focus on in terms of the tools that we embody. Um, and I, where am I going with that? What was the I wellness saying? house? The like wellness house. So yeah, so I was unwell. I had PCOS, mm-hmm. which was leading to a whole range of symptoms, um, adrenal fatigue, insomnia, not sleeping well. My skin was like cystic acne. Um, The list goes on now I think about it. Um, My sister separately was unwell as well, manifesting differently, so more in the gut, so Mm -hmm. um, candida, but then similar other symptoms, so also always tired, not sleeping necessarily well, like poor digestion, blah, blah, blah. I found I spent years trying to, you know, I did all the things, Mm. all the things. I was already a healthy person, so I couldn't handle it. Like I was like, what do you mean? Like I'm working out. I You're doing all the right things, but nothing is working still. Because I was doing all of the right things in inverted commas, but none of the right things for me. Yeah. So my idea of working out was hit classes and overtraining weights and um, sprints and um, a whole range of other stuff Mm. and – really, really loosely touching an Ayurveda. I'm my, they, when we talk about constitution, they use certain language and my constitution is a Pitta means that. Pitta, Vata, Vata, Kapha. Yes. We learned about that as well. Yeah. And I was doing all the wrong things for me because I'm already fiery in constitution in terms of my personality. As you can hear, like the way I speak is quite like direct and Mm -hmm. focused or, you know, as a lot of people call me intense, I don't love that, but that happens. Um, no, self-aware. Let's, let's revamp that. Yeah, please. yeah. Um, and uh, those things, that, those practices that I was doing were tipping me too far in, in the other way. So I've had to, I had to revamp my whole way of doing realign. things and realign. And I needed to embody some yin practices in order to come back into the middle. And so, you know, all my exercises now, long distance walking and mm. yoga and Pilates. Um, and then obviously meditation is a tool within that. Breath work is a tool within that. And infrared saunas being hot and then some cold therapy because of the ways that it helps your body do its own thing. It helps yeah. your body unlock its own um, healing capabilities um, and then yes, yeah, so a massage. So anyway, I was really sick. 
I got into infrared saunas back then, five or six years ago. They were hard to find and they I'd done heaps of research. I was mm. one of those people that like, you know, yep. I was going to naturopath, I was going to everything, nothing was working, spending all this money, did all this research, found infrared saunas, was going four times a week. Within 28 days, I was, like within a month, I was on a 28-day cycle, which is huge for wow. someone with PCOS. Um I was sleeping eight hours a night. My skin started to clear, blah, blah, blah. So then I got my sister onto them. We became super obsessed and they became, I guess they're just a pillar of yeah. of what we want to offer to people because it's really amazing tool. Well, you know the feeling yourself. Well, that's why we did it. Like as soon as you use something for yourself and you feel good, you're like, okay, it's easier to yeah. help other people use it. Like you're just like, okay, this is how it works. And the, the interesting part about infrared saunas is once again, people like get in their own way and they like, they just, they think the hotter the better and mm. all those things that we do as human beings, we think more pain, more gain. It's yeah. so not true. Less pain guys. Life mm. is already painful. It's like bring it way down. Yeah. Um, so like, you know, I'm a fiery person. Like I said, in my constitution's pitter, heat therapy can be aggravating for me, but infrared therapy is really, really helpful. So I sauna at a low temperature compared to other people mm-hmm. um, and all those sorts of things. So, yeah, so then we we knew after a lot of our own self-healing journeys that it was time to move home. We'd both been away. Well, I'd been away for 10 years and Safi eight. She's two years younger than me. And um, it was like we knew we wanted to do this business and we were kind of fighting over doing it, not fighting. We were um, discussing whether or not we were going to do it in Sydney or Melbourne and blah, blah, mm. blah. And then we both went, we need to go home yeah, and do it at home. We want to be at home. That's where we want to be living. Let's go back to Byron. Let's do this. Let's be a part of our community. Let's contribute to that community with to people that we know and love and can help. And yeah, so we came home and we were home for two weeks building and then COVID hit. Oh my God. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's pretty amazing and it's just the beginning really for us, hopefully. So. Yeah. And when you started your business, did you ever struggle with self-doubt? You did talk on failure. Yeah, self-doubt is something that, yeah, like I'm not ashamed to talk about that because I think it's something that more people need to talk about. But, yeah, I, I suffer from what you call imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. I, uh, you did touch on that before. Yeah, yeah, it's this idea that you're not really accomplished enough or – who, why would anyone listen to you kind of thing? Mm. Um, and I do a lot of work around changing that um, dialogue in my own brain because it's not about that. I'm not trying to be some expert. I'm literally mm. trying to guide. And so sometimes I have to remind myself. Um, yeah, I mean, it's a challenge. A small business is a challenge anyway. You do go through periods of like, oh, my gosh, okay, am I going to make it through this month, like especially with the pandemic? Mm. And you just have to push through things like things, life is scary and things mm. are always going to be hard in some capacities. Um, and the courageous thing in life, and it's one of my favorite quotes, is like the difference between fear and like courage. Like I'm, I'm mixing it up, but essentially courage is not the absence of fear. It is like the facing of fear. Mm. And a lot of people get that wrong. So it's like to be brave is to just literally go, whoa, I'm feeling pretty scared about this. I'm going to be honest to the people that I'm feeling scared about it, but I'm still going to do it. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of been one of my biggest tools to get through most things in my mm. life. Yeah. 
Yeah. So I'm all for anyone wanting to start a business to, I guess, have a positive impact on others like you did discuss. And I feel this can often stem from us having our own healing journey, like you mentioned. Did you ever struggle with self-love growing up when you were going through that, like confidence? Uh, yeah. Interestingly, it's, yeah, the self-love, yes. The answer to that question is obviously yes, but not in the way that most people think. So I don't, like self-love for me was deeper than, um, than physicality. Mm-hmm. It was like, the physical stuff, like the way I looked and stuff, although that stuff does affect you when you're not feeling necessarily good. Mine was deeper than that due to my things that have happened in my life. Mm. I really was more around like, maybe I'm not good enough to get anything done. Maybe I'm too much going from like the good enough to too much thing. And, um, kind of not worthy of people in my life is probably mm. what it really came down to. So some abandonment wound stuff rather than the way I like looked. Mm. So, yeah, but yes, the answer to that question is yes. I think like most young people in some form go through the battle of self-worth, especially if they have any form of trauma and it like really takes some self-awareness and some amazing uh, support in your life mm. to be able to, kind of undo a lot of that stuff because, mm. unfortunately, it's done on a subconscious level yeah. between the ages of zero and seven. So it takes a bit of work to to undo it. It's, it's called an unlearning. Okay. Um, in life, you know, we're always moving forward and we're always wanting to learn yeah. um, and transform and change. I think that's kind of why we're here. That's purpose. Um, purpose is to just have an experience mm. and, and the part of that experience is cur- curiosity and learning but to continue to learn you need to also unlearn some mm. subconscious behavioral stuff that you yeah. do and thought patterns and yeah. stuff yes you always like touch on like yeah not one size fits all so with feeling overwhelmed or stressed you know for you what helps you um the prep movement yep yoga definitely always any form of exercise, really nature, the ocean is my, like my mama. She's just the best. <laughs> I just go there. I'm like, Oh, Hey babe. Um, na- yeah. Nature. And then the tools like meditation, yeah. all the tribe technique, yeah. the tribe technique is how you stay grounded. That's why we, that's why we created it, I mm. guess, in a way, because it's like, this is in varying forms, how you stay grounded. Yeah. Since it's also a new and upcoming business, have you got any exciting things planned for the future? So much exciting stuff coming. Uh, not too much that I can share because it's still a bit, you know, under the under wraps. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, our brand and our – we've got a huge vision for the brand, mm-hmm. a five- to ten-year vision. Um, we're really excited. It's, it's going to be fun. We're – like, you know, going with the flow as well because we've had to be incredibly adaptable or we're not at the level at which we thought or hoped we were going to be mm. when we first were thinking about the brand. But that's okay. That's part of it. And um, no Trial one no era. one could plan the pandemic. Mm. And, um, yeah, no, there's heaps of exciting stuff. Yeah, you definitely have to stay tuned. Mm. Um, our little wellness house, our little space at the moment that we love in Byron is just the beginning. Yeah. So exciting. Yeah. And it's even like, I guess, with having the pandemic, like that was probably the hardest time for you guys. And in a way, like having that, you probably 
maybe learnt so much at the start. Well, definitely, but also made me made, the main thing I learnt was if you can get through this and the business's doors are still yep. open, it's going to be sweet. Yep. Just keep on going. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. And now there's a light at the end of the tunnel and everything. I guess so. I guess regardless, my energy and my focus has, have shifted this year and um, in the sense that regardless of what is going to happen externally, I feel I'm in a good space to confidently move the brand forward mm-hmm. no matter what. So it just means more pivoting, you know, mm-hmm. for some reason we get another outbreak and the doors close. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm in a space now where I can pivot and yep. do focus on different things where I wasn't, I didn't do enough of that in the mm-hmm. time when I could have, I just wasn't dealing, like I said, as well as I thought I was. So, yeah. but yeah. And I always like to finish off by asking my guests, what's one quote or I guess saying that has stuck by you growing up? Um, okay. Because you are very self-aware. So yeah, sure I have know. a lot. But well, one, do you of, want to share more? one of my favorites, I think at the moment that I'm tapping into the most just um, is, I'm going to butcher this. Um, people will never remember. No, people will forget what you said. People will forget what you do, but they will never forget how you made them feel. So yep. it's a Maya Angelou. And it's really important to tap into because sometimes you can do things in your life that you beat yourself up about, some behaviors, mm-hmm. some words, but people often know like there's an authenticity to you and your nature and that's all that they care about, like mm-hmm. just how you're going to make them feel. And yeah. if you can take responsibility for your actions, that's all it comes down to. Yeah. That's so amazing. And so I guess that's the end of today's episode, but oh, thank wow. you so much for joining. Yeah, I know it flies. It does fly mm. and it's really been so beautiful to, it has. to meet you and to chat. I love it. Yeah. And, and for everyone that wants to follow Ruby, you can find her on Instagram at Ruby J Shine mm-hmm. and at Tribe Wellness. And thanks for joining me once again. No worries. Thank you. 